And I sense that the Lord wants to, wants to bring a deep encouragement to us in whatever situation that we might be in. Um, and, and, and as a prepared message this, this, uh, this, uh, this morning, you know, it, was, it, was, uh, it started off with uh, something quite different, you know, what the church needs. But I, I, as, I, as, I, as I pondered upon what I'm going to share with uh, us, and I feel that the Lord has really uh, appointed uh, this message for this season for our lives in many sense. I'd like to, I'd like to uh, draw our attention to what I mean by the prophetic voice of God. You know, we hear about prophetic voice, prophetic uh, aspect of God's voice. Uh, we, we sometimes we thought, well, it must be something very big. But I want to say to us that whenever God speaks to us, it is prophetic in nature. What I mean is this, that He speaks something to us in our lives. It's not only for us to solve our challenge now, but He's always pointing to something that He wants to do in our lives in the future. Isn't it wonderful? He doesn't just say that, you know, you, uh, uh, you need some money to buy a bowl of uh, noodles, I give you this money. But He will speak and He point to the future. He always points to us a good future. And as we receive this prophetic voice of the Lord, we, we hold on to Him because what He said may not have completely uh, fulfilled or happened yet. But it is something that we are looking forward to as we trust in Him, as He leads us on our journey of, uh, of uh, moving into our future we will see the unfolding of those words. So today I'd like to share with us this passage from the book of Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1 to verse 14. Um, yeah, let me just read these verses out. You may read out to, uh, we may read out together. Right? Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1 to 14. The, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answer, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. And then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together. Bone to bone, indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, and there was no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on this slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, 
and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are very dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy, say, say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Then when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves, I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. There you shall know that I am the Lord, have spoken, I the Lord have spoken it, and perform it, says the Lord. So we look at this passage. Let me just say this. You know, we, 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 uh, we look at this passage. It's not talking about uh, physical death and physical resurrection. We know the physical resurrection will only happen when Jesus comes again, right? In fact, in, fact, in, fact, in, uh, in verse uh, 11, right? When it's 11, uh, verse 11, they, this, this very filled with bones, okay? represents the whole house of Israel at that time. The condition that they were in, the condition of hopelessness. And it says that they indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Obviously, he's not talking about physical death because dead bones cannot speak, right? So here, it is in, in verse 11, it says that they say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Let's return to the beginning of this uh, vision. Ezekiel saw a valley of dry bones. Uh, the, in, in verse 1, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. And, and in, the, in the midst of the valley of dry bones, now if, if this, this valley of dry bones represents the house of Israel, it is something that is quite unthinkable. You know, for, for a Jewish person, uh, a person who died, you must bury him. Or you must bury him very really quickly, give him proper burial. Right? That's why when, when you know, that's why when Jesus was crucified before the Sabbath came, and then so even, you know, the, the, the disciples who followed Jesus was quickly wanted to, to take his body down so that he can get for proper burial. It is, it is a very humiliating thing for a body not given a burial. Let alone, let it rot and only bones are seen. So it is a very shameful state. Not just without life of God. Not just being dry, being hopeless. But it is also a humiliating experience. So God was addressing the people of God in that kind of state. Hopeless dry, no power, no ability to, 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 to get themselves out from that kind of situation. Dry bones, a valley of them. And this, if this represents the Jewish nation, wow, it is, you know, uh, almost we can, we, sometimes we use the phrase, uh, how low can you sing? Can you, can you sing any lower? You can't sing any lower. So, God asked Ezekiel a very strange question. Son of man, can these bones live? 
But the man of God, Ezekiel, responded like what we should be responding. When we look at a difficult situation, God said that is there hope? Don't answer too quickly, right? Because if, 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 if uh, you know, we are, Ezekiel, obviously, like all of us, uh, look at the dry bones, uh, the valley of dry bones. How can these bones live, you tell me? They're already so dry. How can they live? How, how, is, how could there be any hope? The whole nation, the whole situation, the whole challenges, the, 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 challenge, the whole challenge that the Jewish nation faces is so deep. Uh, the trouble that they're in is so deep. There's no hope, actually. But Ezekiel's answer was not, not, a, uh, not an uncertain one, but a hopeful one. Our human logic will say that, no, this is not going to happen. Of course, Ezekiel have thought of it. Huh? But he didn't want to limit God. He didn't want to say no. He didn't want to limit God in a difficult situation. My dear friends, when we are faced with very deep challenge in life, very dead situation, the way to express hope, not, uh, uh, not what they call this uh, um, uh, optimism, uh, is to say that God, you know that whether it will, it will turn out okay or not. In the sense that God, you, you, it is, I, I trust you. I trust you to do, to do what is in your heart, what is in your will. What you're able to do, I'm not going to limit you. I'm not going to keep on saying, looking at my situation, die like this time, die like, sure die when, you know. Die, die like this one. And say that, Lord, my hope is in you. So that was what Ezekiel was doing. He said, oh Lord God, you know. You know better, right? You are the powerful God. You, you, you brought me this vision. Uh -huh. You show me how, how dead the situation is. You know. Again, God said to him, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Prophesy to these bones. God's response was not to uh, not, to, not, to, not to answer Ezekiel's question whether these bones can live or not, but he says that prophesies. He showed him the way forward. He says, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I, I will put sinews on you and bring fresh upon you. Cover you with skin and, breathe and, and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesy as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. The bones came together, bone to bone. In it as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. There was no breath in them. The first thing, the first thing was this, that God asked Ezekiel to prophesy to the bones that they will live. And so Ezekiel spoke that word of God. My dear friends, sometimes in our life, in our situation, we just need to hear that word of God. The word of God that come to us, am I, am I going to make it in my finances? How is my business going to be like in 2022? How is budget 2022 going to affect me, my business? Are they going to be extra 
taxes. Don't talk about extra taxes. Past taxes also can pay or not. What about my children's education? What about my health problem? What about my situation? My children's future? If the government continues to spend money like nobody's business, we are already in a, you know, one of the, 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 the top in the, in the world in terms of lending, in terms of borrowing. We are so much in debt as a nation in Malaysia. What does it mean? That means that our next generation is going to pay for those debts. For every brihadin uh, that the government dish out, 300 ringgit, I, I, I heard that there's another one, 350, is it? Coming to all the Bujang people. All the, yeah. But who's going to pay for that? You know, money doesn't grow on tree, huh? Contrary to popular belief, you know, there's a money tree, no? Money tree. You know, heard of a, a money tree? A money tree is not that money grows on it, but the leaf of the tree, they say it is used. I don't know whether it's true or not. Huh? You, just, you, just, uh, you just correct me if it's not true. The leaf of the tree is, the, is used to make US dollar, the, you know, the, the, uh, the paper. So that's why it's called money tree, right? But <laughs> so somebody will say, any money really, really does grow on tree. Look at it, this is money tree. This is the leaves of it make US dollar. You know, US dollar, the green bag. So money doesn't grow on tree. We keep borrowing. Uh, many nations are not able, many corporations are not able to pay their debt already. Uh, you heard about major corporations in China and in many parts of the world, they're going, they're going into deeper debt that they cannot, cannot. Americans have been printing money like nobody's business into trillion. We can't even imagine how much is one billion US dollar, let alone trillion. They're printing money that are just escalating. Son of man, can these bones live? Son of man in Malaysia, in Sabah, can these bones live? Our answer should be, Oh Lord, you know. <laughs> oh Lord God, you know. What does it mean for our children to pay debt? That means that you're going to, our next generation is going to pay more, more for the same thing that we're paying. Inflation is going to go up. In inflation is going to skyrocket. And uh, you know, things are going to go expensive. And it's going to overtake wages. More and more our young people will, will, will go away from this nation to work in other nations. In the past, Malaysia used to export professional and now we're exporting laborers to Australia, isn't it? Huh? Fruit picker, orchard picker. How, how, how is it going to... Oh, are we able to say like Israel say, my bones are so dry, our hope is gone. But we continue that you don't need to go very far. You just drive about one hour, one and a half hours away from KK in any direction. Take a boat, even shorter time. You can see the level of poverty in the rural areas. Can these bones live? Is that the smartest of all economists or finance ministers? 
will be able to help us and deliver us, not just us, but our generation to come. Can these bones live? And the word of Ezekiel, or the word of God came to Ezekiel and said, I will make them live. But how do I do that? How does God do it? It is by His prophetic voice, the word that comes forth. My dear friends, as people of God, we want to seek a word of God for our situation. I'm not trying to say that, you know, you take the word of God, you, you tailor make it to suit your situation. No, it's not like that. But allow God to speak to your situation, a word in season. And when you receive that as a conviction of our heart, you know, how, how do we draw near and to get that word from the Lord? It is true that it consistently build up intimate relationship with God. We, 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 can't, we, can't get, we can't go to God like an ATM or we take an ATM card, tuk, tuk, the money come out. That is not how we relate to, to God, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. God longs for us to have chit-chat with Him. How about yam cha with God, you know? You take out a cup of coffee and then tea and then you say, God, let's go for yam cha. Let's chat about, you know, what's your heart for Sabah? Huh? What do you think? Huh? What, do, what do you think? Look, we, we really need to come to that kind of intimacy with God before we could hear a clear word from God, a prophetic words, voice of God. Because God said, I will, right? I will, He says, right? And He says to uh, 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 Ezekiel in verse 5 Surely I will Not only I will Surely I will Cause breath to enter into you And you shall live And I will put sinew on you And bring fresh upon you And cover you with skin And breath in you And, and, uh, and you shall live Then you shall know That I am the Lord your God So when the Lord say to you Be encouraged You are not hopeless I will prosper you in this difficult time, I will show myself strong in your situation. Now, this is what I sent the Lord is saying to the church. In the darkest of moments, my people look up to me for the light that shines into your life. It's going to, it's going to surprise the darkness. It's going to make darkness feel so shocked and so shook when darkness thinks that they have an upper hand in your life. When my light shines into your situation, even the darkness will bow before me, says the Lord. This is what the Lord is saying to us, my dear friends, to the church today. As you receive that, let us speak it into every dark corners in your life and say that darkness you shall not overcome. The light of God is shining upon me. The darkness in health, the darkness in finances, the darkness in your family, the darkness in your community, in your, in your workplace, in your school. You shall not overcome me. You shall be overcome. Speak it and speak it and expect God to do it because God, as He spoke to Ezekiel, He did it. So as Ezekiel prophesied, there were bones coming together. It was, it was suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. And it was a very loud noise. All, right? It was a loud noise, bones coming together. <laughs> While the whole valley coming together. Very scary scene, wasn't it? You can see bones coming together. Huh? 
Uh, you just finish your chicken, you throw it into the dustbin, the bone came back together. Very scary, eh, huh? All right. And uh, suddenly you hear some uh, splashing sound in, the, in, the, in, the, in your wastebasket. The fish that you eaten came together. The fresh came upon them, you know. But good luck, you can eat, uh, eat, eat, eat another time, you know. So, so but it was, it was a scary scene. It was come together. Wow, it was a spectacular scene. My dear friends, sometimes when we begin to speak, there is good. It, what I mean is this, that when the prophetic voice of God came to us and we uttered it as the Lord says, as we pray accordingly, persistently pushing through what God has said concerning our situation, concerning our nation, our land, whatever it is that the Lord is speaking, we hear it correctly. The keys must hear it correctly. Lah, huh? Hear it and we will speak it. And there will be effect, there will be evidence. It will not be, maybe it's like that, maybe it's like, No, it is be very clear. Because it comes with a noise. Right? So, Ezekiel cannot say that, can this, this bone, uh, eh, this one, I, I saw it move a bit. Oh. Wow. wow, God, you, you're, uh, you're, you're working on move a bit. Wow, this one, uh, still got a little bit of flesh coming out. There will, will be no doubt. When God does what is according to His words, there will, it, there's no room for any doubt. Because the Lord says, so that they will know that I am the Lord, their God. There's no doubt. Suddenly you pray for your finances, you walk out from this door, you found a 10 cent coin on the, on the roadside. Yeah, Lord, you have spoken. Not like that. You said <laughs> doubtful. Now we were, we were clearing uh, Zach's bathroom uh, downpipe uh, because it was always clogged up. I don't know why. Huh? So we were clearing it. And uh, so I, I cleared a few times. So I took a like I saw a Tencent coin inside, really. Oh. A Tencent coin in the bathroom drain pipe. But, hey, can you imagine? I was wondering, wait, how did it get inside there? A Tencent coin. Not, not the old Tencent coin. Oh. The new Tencent coin. Oh. It means recent occurrence. Oh. Wow. No, it's not like that, right? <laughs> God restore our finances. It doesn't mean like that. Why well, you pick up ten cents tomorrow, you take about one dollar. No, it's not like that. So there will be a noise. It will be so so clear coming together. Hallelujah. Is it done? Now, but there was no breath in them. In verse 8, verse, verse 9, and he said to me, prophesy to the breast, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breast, the state the Lord of God, come from the four winds, come from every corner, drawing all the resources, this breath that, 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 that God was asking Ezekiel to prophesy was the Spirit of God. God is saying that draw from the full resources of the Spirit, the wind of the Spirit. Not just a little bit, 10% maybe, no, the full measure of the Spirit of God that will come upon them. And we saw on Pentecost, in the Acts of the Apostle, when the Holy Spirit was poured out on God's church, on God's people, in full measure from that day onwards, until now, the Lord is still saying to, my, to His people, my people, would you come near? And so I can command the, my full measure of the resources of my Holy Spirit to be upon you, to upon the church. I say full measure. Did somebody hear full measure? 
It is full. It is not just part of it. We put something outside the door, something outside the church door, something outside our house door, something outside our bathroom door. That's why my bathroom only got 10 cents, right? So, no, it is a full measure. God wants to give us full resources that gives life, life more abundantly. The problem with man was this, that well, mankind is this, is that can it, can it live? Really? Yeah. Now, how, how does it work? Huh? Don't think about how it works. When the Lord spoke, we receive it by faith and we speak it out. So, you have been praying. I know that all of you have been praying for something, right? But when you see that things are not happening, yeah, there was a big bang. There was, a, you know, I pray for this thing. There was a major breakthrough, da, 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 all that. But not quite there yet. Just like the valley of dry bones. The bones coming together got flesh already standing there, no life. What a sight. Huh? This is, a, this is like a science fiction movie, isn't it? Standing there, all got flesh all. Got eyes, got hair. But the, the eyes... Uh, they don't move. They have no life. Let's see if the God has, has, has done something but not yet complete. My dear friends, do not give up. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if you have been praying and things begin to happen, don't stop. And say, Ayah, how come it takes so long? Huh? Even for God to raise the valley of dry bones, I believe that every detail in the Word of God is recorded for our benefit, for our encouragement, to tell us that don't give up. If you see only structure coming together in your business and no business, you set up a company, you employ the staff, every able staff are with you, but the, but the doorbell to your, to, your, to your establishment, to your office, never ring. Your telephone all went quiet. You open email, no new email. You look at WhatsApp, no new messages. You look at Facebook, nobody visit your Facebook. You got the, all this thing up. You got the structure up. The Lord provided you the resources, the manpower. Oh, I praise God for, for blessing me with this, this wonderful IT guy and this wonderful marketing strategies and so on and so forth. But business are not coming in. Do not give up. Ask for the next things from the Lord. Because for the second time, the Lord spoke to Ezekiel, there's no breath, speak to the wind. Speak to the wind. I don't know where you are now. Maybe you have all structure ready. You have all your family things settled, but it's not moving. Seek the prophetic voice of God. Because when He speaks, that is the time that things are going to move. Life is going to come into that situation. You know, that's how I started my, uh, my uh, legal firm. During the first week, uh, first day, I opened up my office. The first phone ring, second phone ring, all this so from my fellow lawyers congratulating me. And thereafter, went silent. No business came. And I begin to pray to the Lord. Don't know what to say, huh? And uh, so at that time, I remember that we, uh, there's, uh, you know, we, we, we get some of one of our 
church member to be a volunteer. She was like a go-go person, you know. She's like, on, uh, arrive on time, only a volunteer. I pay her really uh, pin, uh, peanuts, right? So, <laughs> volunteer. Ma. So, she, wow, she go-goes. Every time she come, she come to my, my office, Uncle Kenneth, uh, go work, uh, don't have. Okay, she go out. After one hour, she come in. Uncleanness, go, uh, go work, uh, don't, don't have, you know. But got long, long story short, got long story short, when I begin to pray and speak to it, my first month income was five figures. This is, this is drawing, uh, five figures. And be so busy, uh, because just started the firm, and then one of my friends who was one of the client called me up. Hey! So in, in, uh, uh, in Mandarin, you have to go back. You have to go back. You have to Hey, what's wrong with you? Shouldn't you be coming to collect your, collect your check? Oh yeah, got money already. Got already. La. Yesterday I told you, come and collect your money. Client chasing after me to go and collect money. Chasing after me. So I quickly go. La. Then got a lecture from him some more. You do business, uh, you want to earn money. Check ready here for three days, you never come and collect. <laughs> Someone bought me lunch. Uh, <laughs> Scolded me, okay, la. you score me, okay, la. I get a check, I got a lunch. You know, sometimes we got a structure ready, but where is the life? Speak the the Lord God say to the men of God, to the winds from the four corners, bring life, bring life, bring life. Just a structure is not enough. Just a church building is not enough. Where is life? Just the people in the church is not enough. But where is that encounter, experience of the love, faithfulness, you know, the grace, mercy, and provision, healing of the Lord? That is life. Whenever the Lord is, there is life. Amen? Speak to the four winds, to the four corners, or breath, of Spirit of God, or wind of the Spirit, breathe on us in Jesus' name. Amen? So I prophesied, the breath came into them and became, they lived and they stood upon their feet not stood upon their feet, but an exceedingly great army. Exceedingly great army. Amen. Then he said to me in verse 11, Son of man, these bones are the host house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come out from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord and I have opened up your graves, all my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. The third prophecy that Prophetic words that God asked His people, uh, God asked uh, Ezekiel to prophesy to His people. He said, prophesy, say to my people, 
I will open up your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. I will not just cause breakthrough to come upon you. I will bring you into a state of life. The way you are prosperous and where you are going to enjoy the fruitfulness, the abundance of my blessing, the abundance of my presence. I will bring you into this land. So three level of prophecies. Prophesizing. Number one is to prophesy to the dry bones. To sum it up, my dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, are there areas in your life that is so dry? You're so frustrated. You've seen no hope. You have said it many times. I want to suggest to you, if you say it many times, don't say it again. But say, Lord, you know. You know whether these dry bones are going to live or not. And seek that prophetic voice from, from the Lord, no matter how impossible your situation is. When we are facing dry bone situation, we run to men for solution, isn't it? We run to the pastors for, for, for solution. We run to counsellors. We run to anointed prophet, uh, 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 um, ministers of God. All those are going to help. But I want to suggest to us to run to God and seek that prophetic voice. Because when that prophetic voice came, you and I will know that, wow, He is God. I shared with us before, quite some time ago, there was, uh, uh, there was a time, there's this, uh, uh, this particular brother, he's now he's already retired, uh, settled down in, uh, you know, outside the country with his family and all that. Now, he, was, he was sharing that he, he, was, he was visiting a, a family, a business family somewhere in Kampong Ai, a very old business establishment. There is this old man in the, in the, in the family uh, that many people have shared the gospel with him. He just kicked them out of, uh, of his house. Oh, now he's, he, was, he was already retired. He was in the house. So this, this brother uh, said, okay, let me, let me just try. So, so, be, be, so before he went, he just asked, Lord, what to say to this, this man? Uh? He's not very friendly, you know. Uh, and then obviously, obviously very, very angry man, very frustrated. So, so he went, and then the Lord dropped a word. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is the prophetic voice of the Lord. It's very simple words. To say to him, say to read this passage, just read this line. In uh, Matthew chapter 11, uh, 28, 29, I think, that says that all you who are heavy laden, all your burden and are heavy laden, come to me. I will give you rest. So they came in. Of course, he, he is always very grumpy and all that, but he doesn't immediately say, ah, you, you come here, visit, I'm going to chase out. No, he doesn't do that. Lah, huh? But whenever people talk to him about Jesus and all that, he will just start rejecting the people, walk away, and then... Uh, Chase them out. Not, not to chase them out. Basically, say that your visitation hour is over. Uh, so, so, that kind of thing. So, so he told this, this brother uh, to, together with another and just share and chit chat. How's family? How's health? I know, old age, cannot walk, all that. So, let me just read a, a, a word, a passage. Uh, uh, I want to just read for you. So, you want to read uh, so nobody will. Reject, right? So he read Matthew 11, 28, 29. 
after he read, the old man cried. The old man just wept. Wow, he was shocked. What? So, this uh, brother was shocked and said, what have I done? He said, you know, you know, so many people have come to me to talk to me about Jesus. For I've been so old, my business is so established. I'm so tired. I cannot let it down. I cannot let it go. I'm so tired. Although I'm sitting at home, I'm worried about my business every day. Whether my children are going to do well or not. I'm so burdened. And every time somebody comes to see me, talk to me about Jesus, about eternal life, yeah, don't talk about eternal life yet. Lah. Talk about life here. And then he wept. I didn't know that Jesus can do that, he said. He said, I didn't know Jesus can, can really care for my burden and can give me rest. So that day he asked for that rest. He asked for that rest. And the Lord gave him rest. He was quite old. Uh, he lived on for just a little bit longer before he passed on. Now he could let it go. That, that word, the prophetic words of God that speak to the situation, that he was able to let it go and rest. My dear friends, prophesy to your dry bone situation. Ask for a word of prophecies into the dry bone situation. Number two, prophesy to the breath of God. You need resources, you need strength. Ask the Lord to show you how, what must I do? Because sometimes, as I say, the structure is in place, the preliminary is in place, but the substance is not yet there. He asked God to give you a family, the, God, the Lord has given you a family, but the godliness is still in the making. Speak. Speak to that. The breath of God, the life will come. When the life of God come, then we will walk into that, into that, into that, uh, into that, that um, the intimacy, the connection with the Lord. In the story I share with us before, was about um, was about my taking of antibiotics. When I was young, I always have this problem of uh, sore throat. Uh. This sore throat problem like comes very often. Until I'm so good at it, every time I go, I got the problem. I go to the doctor. I can almost tell the doctor what to give me. Antibiotics, not just antibiotics. I got wu feng, I wu feng, you know the. The <laughs> there's uh, this antibiotic that is black and red one. Uh, that one, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, pen penicillin, uh, some something. Uh, penicillin based lot. Penicillin based. I almost know this. I almost know the doctor will always ask me, "Are you allergic to penicillin?" I always be before us. I'm not allergic to penicillin. Okay. Uh, so, I I could prescribe it, Panadol, Pet or Paracetamol, 
penicillin, uh, penicillin or, or antibiotics, uh, vitamin C, gugger. Okay? Take it for three days, finish all your medicine. Until one day when I was in my 20s, my 30s, in my, uh, yeah, in my, in my 30s, uh, I, I, I uh, went to see a doctor friend of mine and said, you know, uh, what's wrong with me? This is the second time in this month I'm coming to you for the same problem. He looked at my record. He said, you know, when the doctor say this, uh, you'll be very, very concerned. He took a look at it and he, he, he took a deep breath and he said, I actually don't know. He said, wow. The doctor said, actually, I don't know why you come to see me every, <laughs> every month and this month is twice a month. So I, I thought it's going to be my, it's going, it's going to be my state now. I'm going to spend the rest of my life uh, supporting all my friends who are selling drugs, you know, <laughs> drug companies. So until one day when, when our daughter Zachary was about, I think, barely a year old, barely a year old, and that night, a uh, fever came upon me, sore throat, started to show up. I said, no, I'm not going to stay home and spread this, uh, you know, this bacteria to my daughter. It was late at night. It was at night, so I resisted it, and I prayed. La. I prayed, oh God, you know, you pray in tongues, resist the devil, resist the infirmity, all the rest of it. But as the night progresses, as the night progressed, uh, I got even worse. So about 11, 12 o'clock, I said, no, I'm not going to spend this myself uh, this night in the house in order to infect my daughter. So I went to the 24-hour clinic, right, right to this Pongaraja uh, there, you know, 24 hours. So, so I went there. So I went to see the doctor. And this doctor is a young doctor, a locum from our government hospital. A young doctor, a young man, a young chap. Obviously very uh, locum, wearing track pants, you know. <laughs> Not very official. Look at me. I always, always look at this young doctor. In my heart, I said, Young doctor, let me tell you what, uh, what, what, what I should get. All right? So I told him uh, antibiotics and all that. So he, he, he looked at my record, he looked at my record. And then he, I still remember he, this young doctor, not only young, but small size also. I still remember him. Uh, so he, he, he said that he threw himself back at the, at the chair. He, he, he looked up. He says, Actually, you don't need antibiotics. What? What? Did I hear wrongly? Actually, you don't need antibiotics. Now, then I realized that I had been listening to that voice for far too long that is not from God, which is, you need antibiotics whenever you have sore throat. I've been listening to the voice that is not from God for far too long. And He didn't give me any antibiotics. It was 12 midnight. I was not going to look for another doctor. But, but that words hit me like anything. I say, uh, vitamin C? He asked me, you got any in the house? I said, yeah, no need, no, uh, no, need, uh, no need to get from me. Oh, okay. So I say, uh, paracetamol? Uh, you have some in the house? I said, don't have. Okay, I give it to you. You take it only when you need it. I said, gargle? No need. Gargle with salt water, he said. <laughs> that was very cheap. <laughs> so so I, 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 I took, I was trying back. I was still playing these words in my mind. 
you don't need antibiotics. Sometimes the prophetic voice of God comes, uh, it's just like a thunder that comes over you, bang, like that. Uh. The Chinese say, uh, when you're dreaming, suddenly the word came, bang, that word is the word of the Lord. And on Tuesday, power station, I shared that after that, there was nothing, there was nothing. You know, I, I, I didn't need to take antibiotics for, my, for any sore throat. In fact, I didn't even have very regularly have sore throat anymore. I think my doctor friends must be quite surprised. Maybe I found another doctor. Huh? Didn't, didn't visit him anymore for antibiotics for sore throat. Really, just stop just like that. I went back home. I said, tonight, true or not, still feverish. I had to take Panadol. And I was uh, getting ready on after Tuesday, power station. Wednesday morning, I feel like a sip sort of coming up. Oh. I said, what is it all about? I checked temperature, no temperature. I look at the mirror, no, no soreness, no redness. You see, sometimes when we walk in the prophetic, according to the prophetic voice of God, the prophetic direction and destiny of God, the enemy can come and confuse us and lie to us. I said, where does, it, where does the feeling of pain come from? Where, where did it come from? I look in the mirror, no redness, I have no fever, but I feel a little bit painful on the left side. You see, the, the, the soul trot always came in the past, just before weekend I was supposed to preach. Every time. That is the time that it will come. It doesn't come on Monday, it doesn't come on Tuesday. It always come on Thursday, Friday, just before I'm supposed to do preaching ministry over the weekend. And Wednesday, because on Thursday and Friday, I need to take six hours of ATI classes. And I was doing some practical ministry with a uh, hundred students over three language group. You don't want to know how I do it. Huh? Six hours. And there was a time. And I said, I will stick to what God has said. And I prophesy the word of God. I shall not be subject to infirmity. Thursday came. Nothing happened. No, no more, no more soul, no more soul, no more sore throat. Friday came. This time I didn't even gargle with salt water. It just went off. Sometimes when we walk in the direction of God is leading us, do not be vigilant. The enemy will come and trying to entice you, confuse you, intimidate you from believing that you are not free yet. You are still dry bones. You are still in that valley. You have, you have, the, you have the bones come together, sinew come together, but you have no breath in you. It will bring all this sign. I tell you, it's possible. In the healing ministry, we have seen many people who have gone through, who faced the lies of the enemy in that way. And therefore, the Lord says to Ezekiel, prophesy to God's people, number three, the third prophesying. He said, you will enter into a land, you will enter into a state. I am your, I, I, you are my people twice. God said, my people, 
my people. You are mine. You're going to enter into what I'm going to give to you. It's going to be the state of life. Not just one breakthrough after another, but it's going to be a state of life, of fruitfulness, of being God's people. The prophetic voice of God gives life, restoration, healing, and wholeness. The prophetic voice of God needs to be uttered, heard, and received. The prophetic word of God, voice of God, is at your doorstep, my dear friends. Some of you, and I believe most of you, if not all of you, have received some prophetic words concerning your life. Something you read from the Word of God, just like that old man, a simple Matthew 11, a few verses, can resonate so much in your heart. Remember those moments. Remember those words. Remember those messages. Hold on to it and say to the Lord today, Lord, speak to me again. Number two, after you receive it, you begin to speak into your situation. Fill your mouth. Fill your mouth with the prophetic words and declaration of the Lord. Fill your prayers with the prophetic words and prophetic voice of God. Press in. Let us pray. My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we receive the word of the Lord, let us speak those words. The word of the Lord gives us life. God has installed for us life, not death. And therefore, let us come to Him and receive receive to today this message into our hearts and determine to say that we will speak life to very bones. We will speak life into every dry bone situation. Even when the bones have already come together, we will speak into them the breath of life.